Welcome to the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Here age relives fond memories of the past. If it's your first time joining us, welcome. On this podcast, we'll take a journey into the past and explore Disneyland and Disneyland history with mementos, snapshots, and postcards sent from Disneyland from 1955 to the present. The postcards from this episode will be viewable on Instagram at Sent from Disneyland or on my website, sentfromdisneyland.com. Today, I'm starting off by thanking my patrons from patreon.com. You can join in and receive mail from my desk or from my trips to Disneyland. I'm currently working on some new patron benefits. Patrons can sign up for as little as a dollar per month. Special thanks to Random Olive, the first patron to this podcast, and to the e-ticket patrons to Nia, Eric Daniels, Monica Seats Vega, Joe Gamble, Scott Booker, Russ Romano, Michael and Christina Cross, Mary Henderson, and Sheila Harry. C-Ticket patrons, Serious Inquiries Only, Debbie Weinstein, Jennifer Schneep, Ruby McDowell, Grace Coat, Scott Cagle, Ben and Noel Bruning, and Patty Wollin. B-Ticket patron, The Disney Rewind Podcast, and to the A-Ticket patrons, Elise Sharp, Zealot Infinity, Alexis Robles, Maggie and Henry Byers, Angelique and the Block, and the All Aboard Podcast. I am your host, your post-host, Clocky, and today we have two postcards sent from Disneyland. The front of our first postcard has Big Al from the Country Bear Jamboree playing his guitar, and sitting next to him is a jug of moonshine. On the back it reads, The Country Bear Jamboree. In Disneyland's bear country, Big Al steals the show from his fellow singing, guitar-picking bears during the wild western hoedown, The Country Bear Jamboree. It's postmarked June 2, 1973, with an Anaheim cancel and an 8-cent Harry S. Truman postage stamp, Scott number 1499. I assume they visit the park on Friday, June 1st, when park hours were from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. The weather was a high of 72 and a low of 60. It's addressed to a Robert Henderson of Pittsburgh, California. It reads, Dear Robert, here's a cuddly bear for you to look at. I'm really at Disneyland. I can't believe it. Which you were here can't say that I'm having fun because I'm not. Auntie Nancy. Before we get into the Disney history, I wanted to talk a little bit about the stamp. One of my favorite presidential trivia facts is that the S in Harry S. Truman doesn't stand for anything. In fact, Harry S. Truman didn't have a first name for the first month of his life. He was finally named Harry, and the S stood in place of a middle name, so it could be in reference to his father's father's middle name or his mother's father's middle name. The period after the S is technically unnecessary. But certain manuals of style, like the Chicago Manual of Style and the U.S. Government Printing Office Style Manual, insists on the period. By the time Auntie Nancy made it to Disneyland, Bear Country had already been open for a year. This land opened in 1972 and included the Country Bear Jamboree attraction, a few shops, and two places to eat, the Mile Long Bar and the Golden Bear Lodge. Although originally named the Golden Bear Lodge, the name quickly changed and since spring of 1973 has been known as the Hungry Bear Restaurant. I see a lot of sources that say that the name changed in 1977, but looking at the differences between my spring 1973 park map and the park map before it, the Hungry Bear Restaurant is listed in place of the Golden Bear Lodge. By summer of 1975, the Hungry Bear was sponsored by Wonder Bread, which remained a sponsor through 1989 and the change from Bear Country to Critter Country. The Golden Bear Lodge and the Hungry Bear originally served hamburgers, hot dogs, salads, and sandwiches. Recently, the Hungry Bear has been known for its fried green tomato sandwich and specialty funnel cakes. Although the Country Bear Jamboree has been gone for over 20 years, the Country Bears are still represented in paint on a sign when you step up to get your food. 
The dining area of the Hungry Bear gives guests two levels to choose from, and both overlook the rivers of America. I personally prefer sitting at the far end to see the river and to be close to the Disneyland Railroad, which steams past the Hungry Bear on its way to Toontown Depot. Each Sunday, Enfield Post has been bringing amazing vintage stamps to her Sunday Instagram sale. Last week, there were some amazing glass stamps, plus some great tree stamps as well. You can head over to EnfieldPost.com and explore all the different vintage stamps you can use on your next card or letter. That's E-N-F-I-E-L-D-P-O-S-T on Instagram and EnfieldPost.com for your wedding and vintage postage needs. Enfield Post is the official postage stamp sponsor of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Front of our next postcard has the inside of Fort Wilderness on Tom Sawyer Island. You can see the flagpole, the water well, and if you look closely, even a trash can. On the back it reads, Tom Sawyer's Fort. Log rafts take youngsters of all ages to a paradise of adventure, Tom Sawyer Island, located in the middle of the half-mile-long Rivers of America. It's postmarked October 15, 1981, with an Anaheim cancel and an 18-cent Harbor Seal postage stamp. Scott number 1882. I assume they visit the park on Wednesday, October 15th, when park hours were from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. The weather was a high of 70 and a low of 49. It's addressed to a Miss Isabel Spies of Rochester, New York. It reads, We all got a big kick out of this place. Weather pleasant, a little cold actually, very good trip, Herb and Jesse. Fort Wilderness, depicted on the front of this postcard, was celebrating its 25th anniversary in the park when this postcard was sent. Tom Sawyer Island, like other parts of Disneyland, was not ready for guests on opening day and opened the following year in 1956. During the year after the park opened, rafts to the island were added and Fort Wilderness was built as a place for guests to see, visit, and explore. The original fort was built like an 1812 log fort with two stories, lookout points on each corner, a small trading post which sold coonskin caps, fake guns, and knives, and a canteen which sold cider, hot dogs, Pepsi, coffee, lemonade, and brownies. There was even a mannequin of Andrew Jackson talking to army scouts in one of the rooms inside the fort. Unfortunately, the fort wasn't well maintained and fell into disrepair over the years. After a guest had an accident with one of the fake rifles in the lookout parapets in 2001, the top level of the fort was roped off. And in 2003, the fort was closed for refurbishment, never to open again. It was still used by cast members for staging and dressing during Fantasmic. The original fort was finally torn down in 2007 and rebuilt smaller and with the sole purpose of housing Fantasmic supplies. This incoming postcard is sponsored by the Art Throwdown. Art Throwdown, or ATD, is an online craft hour on Instagram, starting at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific. Be sure to check out Monday's ATD, which is usually hosted by a paper artist, Russ Romano. I see many amazing art projects, learned about awesome postmarks, postage stamp history, and a lot more on different episodes. It's great to stop in for an hour to watch someone craft or design something unique. Each host brings something a little different to each show. I'll list some of the regular hosts, or you can follow Russ Romano 2021 on Instagram. The front of our incoming postcard is bright yellow with a copper image of a tiger and initialed RR2022. It's postmarked January 20th, 2022 with a Year of the Tiger, first day of issue, New York, New York, cancel, and a Lunar New Year, Year of the Tiger, forever postage stamp, Scott number 5562. It reads, 
28 of 60. 2022, Year of the Tiger. Hey Clocky, thank you for your support on Patreon. By the time you get this, the year will be half over. I hope the second half brings you joy and happiness. Love always, Russ. Thank you so much for the postcard, Russ. I love the postcard, matching stamp, and special cancel. Russ recently posted information about the upcoming Buzz Lightyear stamp and the first day of issue special cancellations. There will be two available. There will be two available. One color cancellation with a blue and shadow Buzz Lightyear with the message, Go Beyond. And another black and white cancel with Buzz's ship and the phrase, Go Beyond. I'll put a link in the show notes how to mail your own art postcard or envelope to get these cancels. Or you can order them directly through the USPS website to have the stamp and cancel on a plain white envelope. Remember, you have 60 days after the first day of issue, August 3rd, to get these cancels. Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It would be awesome to share your favorite episode. There are over 100 episodes to choose from. It would also help to leave a five-star rating and comment on whatever podcast platform you use. If you'd like to support the show financially, please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash sentfromdisneyland. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at sentfromdisneyland or on Twitter at sentfromdisney. For questions and comments, send me a postcard addressed to Sent from Disneyland, P.O. Box 44, Hood, California, 95639. This podcast is not affiliated with Disney, the United States Postal Service, or any post office or Disney properties. Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its host and guest of the Sent from Disneyland podcast.